Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Michael Daniels. How's it going tonight, Mike? Pretty good. Dennis, how are you doing tonight, brother? Not too bad. Spent uh, spent all all of yesterday traveling, which is uh, oh, yeah. arduous. Uh, you went up wait, north, right? Uh, sort of, over to uh, Chicago. It's a little bit north, mostly west of here. Mostly west, that's right. Yeah, for me, it's, it's definitely north. My, um, let's see, my aunt, yeah, she's my aunt by marriage, but she married my uncle before I was born, so she's been part of my family my whole life. Sure. Um, her husband had his 90th birthday. Whoa. Um, yeah, so we went out for that and uh, also That's stopped... A- it's a celebration there. Yeah, quite a quite an achievement there. But um <clears throat> I'll, I'll never make it that far. I, I eat pizza. So Yeah, no, I don't. I, I'm I'm probably in the same boat as you. Um <laughs> and then we also stopped in at um my mom's uh friend from school that I've known we've known my whole life. Um cuz they live they live up there. They have one of uh they have one of the the dogs that my parents raise and sell Hmm. Um, were you gone all weekend no no just just yesterday just sunday all day oh nice stopped in at a uh at a goodwill up there in the kind of kind of high-end high-end goodwill suburbs (laughs) of suburbs of chicago up there (laughs) and that's um, where where the good goodwill is right yeah apparently my my sister wanted to get some uh some clothes for she's planning to hike up the uh pacific crest trail oh how cool is that this summer uh spring summer very cool yeah so that's she's that's all she's been talking about for months is she is that Uh, the one that you went uh to ireland with yeah awesome super cool yeah it's it's cool it's uh not something i think i have the the patience constitution for but uh it's definitely cool, you know. I'm looking forward to seeing pictures. I think. I don't know. I've I've always kind of I've always thought that that'd be something I'd love to do at one point. I mean, it would be just. I mean, I know there's a lot to it. I think that's one of the things that always brings it down in my mind is that yeah. like, oh, we well, got all the logistics of planning this and that and where it's at, and it's like I just want to keep walking. I just want to walk and keep walking. <laughs> I mean, that, that's I I enjoy doing that. I mean, I, yeah. I like going. Yeah. I'm one of the ones that goes out onto a trail and. I don't care how long it is. I'll just keep going. Yeah, and I do that too, but there's a difference between like walking in the woods for an afternoon and walking for five straight months. Um which I think I think to me would make it especially in the early parts where it's uh it's like the desert with no shade and and no shelter from the wind. Oh yeah. That would not be so great. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we went to the Goodwill and uh, I picked up a bunch of old DVDs. Oh, okay. We, we were talking about this off air. Um, the the it's a good spot to get some like really cheap ones, and they actually have a ton if you haven't gotten them. I mean, yeah, the one around here usually. Yeah, yeah. They're they're two dollars a piece, and I had forgotten how. Um, how kind of crappy DVD quality is by today's standards. 
Um, it's all 720 by 480. But let's see. I picked up the Departed, Zoolander, Matrix, uh, SNL, Will Ferrell Collection, Memento, Ocean's Eleven, Usual Suspects, Burn After Reading, Hot Fuzz, Batman Begins, Anchorman, Snatch, and Office Space. Oh, Snatch is great. That's one of my one of my favorites. I mean, they're all like all movies that I've seen, all movies that I enjoyed to varying degrees at various times. I was I also swear that I saw Big Lebowski mm. o- over there and forgot to grab it. Just different things that I'm like I've seen these. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a big repeat movie watcher, but in the right crowd in the right situation, if we want to sit and watch Office Space again, uh-huh. Um, what if it's not on Netflix? I, yeah, I think that all of those you've, you've mentioned there are pretty much re- worth repeat watching. Right. Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I would have rather had Shaun of the Dead than Hot Fuzz, but uh, true. Yeah, yeah, right. Hot Fuzz was all right. And so what I'm going to do is uh, is convert them, encode them, and, and put them up on my on my Plex server. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to have to keep these boxes around. I'll probably right. I'll give them to one of my siblings or put them in storage somewhere but uh, my, my favorite of that series by the way is and it's i don't think it's a popular opinion but uh, mine is i like uh, is it world's in um yeah they go with, on, the, with the pub with, crawl with the pub crawl yeah that was yeah that was pretty good a little a little crazy i mean i get the shawn of the dead is crazy it's, too. it's great it's all crazy that's the whole they're all they're all crazy crazy and that's why i said i at world's end I like is the most of it at world's end is the most recent one i've seen and so uh, you, you know ev- what though every once in a I while guess- my 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 same sister she'll start singing that door song uh next whiskey bar and i'm like how do you know and it's from that movie it's probably the only <laughs> doors song she knows aside from uh um you know their one hit baby like my fire i'm sure she's heard because everybody's heard it but uh, right i'm like that's a it's kind of a deep that's that's a deep doors cut how do you uh oh yeah <laughs> it's, it's in that movie the the uh that that I, I have to admit of those movies that i watched oh man i hate saying this but i think it's true that's the first one i watched that was, oh, wow. i watched all the way through like there was so many great classics Shaun of the dead being one of them and, and hot fuzz and things um that were you know, really great that came before that. And I just, mm-hmm. I guess never had the opportunity. And I think those movies you have to watch with people are in the right kind of thing situation. Yeah. yeah mood. Uh, so I, and I really don't want to watch them when I'm not in that mood because I want to appreciate it for that. Um, so I watched world's end and it was just, I don't know. It was one of those, Hey, I've got a Jameson and I'm ready to go. And <laughs> I just really, and, and then because, because it was one of the first ones of that, that I like, or the first one, I wasn't ready for the twist, like what happened in it. Oh, I see. At, at all, I was like, I thought this. I thought this was just like a funny show with guys, and they're on a pub crawl, and they're kind of, and it's just <laughs> jokes. And then it went like way out of left field, and I was like, "What is happening?" Right. You know. Right. And and I just and just kept going more and more and more. I was like, "This is crazy." So and then it was like, "All right, I'm I'm just going to keep drinking along with it." Um, yeah. So I really, really liked it. And then I had watched scenes of Shaun of the Dead before, so I kind of got the idea of the kind of, you know, jokes. Yeah. And humor Sha- of it. Shaun of the Dead, like you know from the outset, from the premise, that it's going to be about zombies. So it's not as big of a twist as right, those other yeah. two. Right. So, so I, I, uh, um, I since went back and watched the other ones, knowing that's what they were, and, and I really appreciated them. 
for knowing for knowing that. Um, right. But I, but I still have that special place for for the things. Yeah, that, it's, it's uh, you know, it's you have to you have to know what to expect. I think um, off air before the show, we were talking about um, sort of uh, critic scores versus audience scores and how mm-hmm. like guilty pleasures and things like that. I watched um, uh, Army of Darkness. Okay, yeah. Which yeah. is the second or third one of those Bruce Campbell movies. Like, th- mm-hmm. they they made the first one, and it was supposed to be real. It was supposed to be serious. The Evil Dead stuff. The Evil Dead. And then the second one, was it was Evil Dead 2, but it was the same story. So it was like... The, the I think the naming was intentionally confusing because they decided to just own the campiness of what the original one was. And yeah. and so I watched Army of Darkness, which was like the second or third, where he he goes back in time or something, and it's medieval time, but they're still like shambling skeletons and stuff. And I like I didn't know what it was. Like I'd never seen Evil Dead. I it was just like highly rated on my netflix recommendations or whatever how this like 15 years ago and uh and i was like what is this movie this is terrible this is stupid (laughs) he's like you know a a zombie or skeleton or something comes up to him and he's like you're going down and he like looks and realizes there's a there's a chain a counterweighted chain right next to him and so he chops it and he goes nope i'm going up and the chain pulls him up and i'm like what is this this is the stupidest thing i've ever seen (laughs) <laughs> uh, but i i didn't know going into it that it's campy it's supposed to be bad like if i were with a group of buddies drinking that would have been hilarious right you know there's there's a show that tried that and i th- think failed i think you have to you have to really own that like really be campy and it right. sounds like that was I, i'll admit to saying um that i i've never been a like an ash versus evil dead or something like that fan and it's probably for that exact reason, I I never had the opportunity to really watch that in a time where my mindset was that way, and I feel like I've missed the boat. Um, but some there was a show that I thought really tried, or a movie that really tried to do that, and then just did not push it far enough. You ever watched the the Knights of Bad Aston? No, was that good? I heard about that. Uh, it, it was with um, Peter Dinklage was in it. And right. they're like in a, a LARPing session, and then it becomes like a real like demon thing that happens. They don't. The pro- problem with that is that throughout the whole time, it's kind of like they're still trying to make it kind of be real ish. Oh and the, yeah. But but then really you gotta you gotta commit to that. Yeah, and they didn't, and and they at sometimes they would they come up and all of a sudden there'd be a really campy campy scene. Where they mm-hmm. get really corny, and then all of a sudden it's like this real serious kind of thing happens, and then right. there's like, then every once in a while they're trying to push character development. I'm like, I don't know what they're doing here, you know. So it just didn't. My point was this: you just, you're right. You just need to own it and be that. Right, right, right. Oh, man. so, so what, what else? Um, what else you've been watching these days? Um, let's see. Got uh, got Star Trek Discovery, but I know you're an episode behind, so we won't. Uh, yeah. We won't skip un- over that one for un- now. Unless we want to talk a little bit about last week. Um you 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 were right with the big reveal about uh uh Lieutenant Tyler as yeah. as as I called um L- Lieutenant Love Interest. Right, right. Yeah, uh, being being Vok. 
I think last yeah. week I, I incorrectly called him uh, Takuvma. 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 That, that yeah. was that. That was me. Yeah, he's uh, Volk. Volk. Yeah, it's the it's the albino Klingon. I've been um, outcast. As I think I mentioned last week, I've been watching uh, Deep Space Nine, and there are not a lot of Klingons in Deep Space Nine. They pop up from time to time, but I'm following another uh, sort of roadmap of like, here are the good episodes. It's serial, so there aren't as many skippable episodes. Not like Voyager was like three to six episodes a season. Uh, yeah. Deep Space Nine is like nine to 12 episodes or more. The whole time, right? Um, but it really like watching both shows really, um, like emphasizes the difference in the Klingons and the other like alien special effects and stuff that they can do now. Yeah. Which are fine. Like in the case of Saru, the, uh, the Kelpians, like he's kind of unsettling in the way that his character is designed to me, but it still is believable. Like, I believe that that's how he looks. Um, right. Where back in the 90s, it was just, you knew they had a lot of stuff glued to their face. Right. It's just, um, it's just a, a normal person with a costume, for sure. And the, um, like, whatever they're doing with the vo- with the sound effects when the Klingons are talking, I'm like, why is this, why did they have, like, a Batman voice? Like, can't <laughs> right. they just be talking in a normal like you know the way that russian or uh the various tribal languages they speak in africa and english all sound very different with all the same you know bodily apparatuses for making sounds and words right like right. the klingons are still humanoid like they still have the same throats and tongues and everything that we do why does why is their their language their speaking klingon sound all like echoey and reverb you know <laughs> yeah it's, well, they, it's they try to try to try to make them try to stand out be a little stamp on it maybe right right well okay so without running the risk of being a, a weekly uh discovery review show <laughs> let's let's save that for next week when we're all caught up okay um so i have i started watching something on this last week, uh, a friend recommended to me. Um, I don't know if I if I should recommend it or not yet. <laughs> it's, a, it's on net. Well, maybe. Um, it's called Dark. It's on Netflix. Dark, um, not dark, not dark matter. Nope, not dark or, matter. Or dark. What is it? Dark mirror? Is that a thing? Yeah. Um, dark mirror. Yeah, black mirror. Black mirror. Black mirror. That's right. what I knew black that. Mirror. I knew it didn't sound quite right. No, both of, both those shows um, I've been, had recommended to me. No, this one was out of left field that somebody recommended to me, and I thought, well, that's weird. Um, but I'd give it a chance. It's so it's a German show. That's the first thing about it. Okay. Um, and, in and German language, or well, they it's it's made in like it's it's dubbed. Oh. Okay. Uh, see, there's the second thing. <laughs> can, like, can, oh. like, is there an option where you can watch it? In German with subtitles, because I I don't know. I with I just, for, with I foreign language stuff. You know, I watched. Um, we talked about anime on the show. I watched mm-hmm. a sort of sitcom, maybe set in France, and it was French with subtitles. Like that's my preferred. You know, I can read as fast as they talk generally, and whatever. Like that's a whole conversation, but 
Right. I feel like you're truer to the source material in the original language without. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, I was a big fan of uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon when it came out. And right, right. I, like, I saw it in the when it was um, subtitled and I like and I couldn't watch it dubbed after they just drove me nuts. But this one I, I, I've only watched. But the, the big thing is that got me to watch it is it's only one season so far. OK. And there's 10, epi- 10 episodes. So it's so new. I was like, OK. Yeah. What? I can uh, get it. Who, who made it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, mm. so I watched it. Let's say it was, I've watched it for a little. I mean, if it's German made, days. it could be, it could be somebody no, you know, I've never heard of. So yeah, I'm sure. Um, so, but it's okay. So it's um, it's German and it's dubbed. But here's what it is. It's um, it's a Stranger Things. It's not Stranger Things, but it's like that exact kind of show. Okay. And if you and if you liked Stranger Things, this one you'd probably like too. I mean. It's it, put it this way: if you like Stranger Things season one, you'll like this one as well. Okay. It has. Is it, um, it has. Is it on Netflix? Yes, that's where I, that's where I'm watching it. Okay. Um, yeah. So, being a person that that loved Stranger Things and the season two was like, meh, that's okay. It was just all right for me. Um, right. Season this of Dark was like, a, oh, this is cool. This is this is kind of what I wanted again from a, a, a Stranger Things. Was um, was season two Stranger Things? too much of the same for you to to go back to our our pre-show conversation uh i don't know hindsight looking back at stranger things too i mean i i remember bob but i don't remember much about the whole season i mean mm. there's not a lot that really i mean the, yeah there was the mind flare but see i guess maybe because season one was such a breakout kind of experience yeah it's so hard unique. like you can only do that once right it's like right. um it's like lost exactly you know once lost became reached a certain level of popularity which was really fast the network insisted that insisted that they keep going with it and that like you can only you you get diminishing returns on like revolutionary groundbreaking right like you can't keep coming up with new crazy stuff every week and and that's what I maybe I felt that season two was it, it kind of was, you know, I don't know. It just didn't spark a lot with me with something new and interesting and cool and amazing. And yeah. Um, but anyway, this this show, Dark, uh, I'm five episodes in out of the ten. And I was very, very I've been very, very leery of it trying to be a, a Stranger Things knockoff. Um, I will say that it, it doesn't feel like they're trying for that at all. I don't think that they're doing that. Um, although there are definite themes, they're like, okay, this is a genre and we want to do that genre, okay. um, which is, which is suspense. But there, there are a few without the, without the like fanboy level eighties nostalgia. Uh, kind of, see that there's, there's, there's a few things here and there that they're like, okay, this is a lot like stranger things, namely that there are, so the show has a lot to do with time travel. Okay. And and I get them all the episodes, five episodes in, and I don't quite know what's going on right now. If you think of Stranger <laughs> Things, you think like five episodes in, you don't yeah, know yeah. what was going on either. They're like, oh, um, people are disappearing, but it takes them a while before you see the Demogorgon for the first time. Yes. Yeah. And and there's so far, there's not a monster thing, but I think there might be. Um, and there's definitely scary, suspicious things, but there's clearly time travel involved. And in one thing... It has to do with the eighties. There's okay. like an eighties thing, and it's German, so they're but like the eighties like, in Germany, which right? I don't know. Is like that's 
That's around the time the wall came down, right? And huh, and they and the big thing is actually has to do with like uh this like when Chernobyl happened. Like oh, a year yeah, after yeah, when yeah. Chernobyl happened. So so that was the big thing in the 80s then. So it it has something to do with that. I'm not I'm not doing any spoilers because I know you haven't seen it and I don't really know either. Um but instead of like a, a Department of Energy place, there's a nuclear power plant that they're that's right. by the town. Right. So there's there's some themes that are like, okay, this is very similar. But then besides those things, nothing's the same. It's just very suspenseful, very like mysterious the whole time and hmm. what's happening. And then as it goes on, they do some really interesting like character building. The character the characters are so they're definitely nothing like Stranger Things. Sure. At all. They're they're their own thing. They're a lot more hard and edgier, I guess, and they're very German. Um, okay. So anyway, I, 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 it's really cool. So I'm enjoying it, and it's it, it does have a really good feel about Stranger Things season one. Um, so hopefully the other ones will be pretty good. Um, but you know, I have friends wanting me to watch uh, Dark Matter and Dark and Black Mirror. Are those what are those about? Um, I haven't seen Black Mirror though. It's one of those things. People rave about like uh, Mr. Robot, which I also haven't seen. There's just there's just too much stuff, you know. I can't. At, at at some point, it's easier to just. Well, I've only been watching old Star Trek for a couple months, but it's easier to just pick the next next episode of that because I'm like, this came out 20 years ago, and all the opinions about it have been established i know yeah i know what i'm in for it's not uh you know it's not going to run two seasons and get canceled um and it's not going to be like you know some exhaustive social commentary exhaust not exhaustive exhausting uh yeah you know in in the case sure. of some more recent uh forms of, of media quote-unquote entertainment um i so i yeah i've not seen i've not seen black mirror i did watch like three Wait, now, isn't black mirror like episodic like you said it's just it's just like and that's my that's it? my understanding okay all right um kind of like dystopian sort of yeah. future ai Got it. Stuff maybe I don't know. Like I said, I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, sure, sure. Dark matter. Any other one. Dark matter. Dark right. matter That's is a sci-fi one, right? Yeah, it's fully like maybe campy sci-fi. I'm not I'm not sure if it's campy. It's either campy or it's bad, and I can't <laughs> I can't decide okay. which. It's uh, okay. it's I believe it's Sci-Fi Channel, and it's um you know it's CW level. I I I you know I I rag on CW a lot but I've watched I Zombie which I enjoyed which I've recommended on the show but Yeah and I need, I, I need to watch that I, I really watched need to that I watched a season and a half of The 100 I've seen two and a half three seasons of Rain I watched three whole seasons of Arrow I watched half a season of of um The Flash and it's all like just not very good writing, not very good <laughs> acting, not very interesting characters, and a lot of whiny, overacted, high school, young adult relationship, love triangle oh. drama. Why, why do we why do we watch those shows? Why do we watch and those so, shows? And so that's my that's my CW label. 
I didn't I, mean, I, I, I didn't watch right. enough of Dark Matter to say whether it gets into love triangles. There um <clears throat> the premise of it is kind of interesting. Um there's a there's a a mysterious young female character that's kind of the um the River Tam character yeah. like from Firefly yeah. and then right. there's um like the 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 attractive female crew member the black crew member and two white guys that are indistinguishable to me at least in as much as i watched it which was months ago and uh, again i got like three four episodes in months is probably a conservative estimate i think i first watched it like a year and a half ago and then uh my brother andrew who was on the show a couple weeks ago uh he and his buddy watched all of season one like in one sitting they pulled an all-nighter oh, really? and watched the whole thing, and they're like, oh, yeah, that, that show was terrible, but uh, we watched the whole thing. Um, the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, maybe I... The thing, and I watched one more episode, and I'm like... Like, I was on my phone probably playing a game or something before it was over, and I'm like, this is just not interesting to me. Not at all. Um, well, So I don't know. I, if you're, I, I, If you're... Excuse me. If you're in the right frame of mind for it in the right mood right headspace um it i i get the impression that the the showrunners loved 90s sci-fi in the way mm. that the duffer brothers loved the 80s got it so um, they like farscape and it, stuff like that. yeah it feels like a lot of those shows most of which i never saw but the like everything that was not the three star trek shows that were coming out at the same time in the 90s well right what um okay so i think those shows trick you <laughs> i say that because I, I watched arrow at least one season of arrow and okay. i watched and i watched um i still watch the flash uh but not like i it's not burning my dvr to watch it it's mm -hmm. i think i've got five on there still that i, I watch whenever I, I do right um I, and uh I think they trick you because the first or second episodes are pretty darn good in general. They're so fun and cool and they do some oh, yeah. neat I, things and they I had stories. high hopes. I had high hopes for Flash and the and the Flash Arrow crossovers after watching yeah. the pilot of Flash because it they started I think season 3 of of Arrow and season 1 of Flash run concurrently. And I was like in the middle of season two of arrow and i was like man this is so much better than arrow and then i like rushed through the rest of arrow to get to where they were going together and like halfway through the season i'm like oh man this is this is not interesting it's like just a new some new speedster to compete with him in some yep. way man yeah and they did that for so long i mean they're they're slowly they've gotten away from it this season but they're like they oh maybe well again again. maybe his mentor guy is gonna turn out to be bad like that wasn't blatantly like <laughs> right. twilight the zone level foreshadowing from the very first episode well they like i said they they sound interesting at the beginning and they and they're they are pretty interesting and then i don't know what happens that it maybe it's just that and CW shows or that kind of thing has such young 
late twenties, early twenties actors in there and actresses that they just feel that, okay, we, we have to get beautiful people on screen and mm-hmm. got to give them a angst and stuff. Right. But, and maybe writers just do that. Or I don't know, maybe it's the same writing pools, but it's, 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 it's too sad, I guess, but hopefully Krypton doesn't fall into that. Right. It's on, I know it's on right. sci-fi, but we're hoping that Krypton doesn't fall into that. I, I did well, the so same, Dark Matter is one of those, huh? I did the same thing with The Gifted. I watched like three or four episodes. <sighs> yes. And then lost yes. interest in it. Yes, exactly. I watched it's, the first episode in the same way. It's still hanging out in my in my queue, and I'm like, eh. The, the one that I I'll, have I'll just, like that. I'll just rewatch an episode of The Office. <laughs> I, I think uh, the one that's, that I've got and it's still going that way is um, in the same vein. It's called Runaways. It's on Hulu. Right. Um, I, I saw another, another a trailer one. for that or something, and I'm like, yeah. wait, this, this is on? This looks like the same show. <laughs> right, right. Um, it's... It's a little bit better. It's like on a scale of one to ten, it's one notch better than Gifted. But just oh wow, with without yeah. uh, without Bill Compton and um, oh, God. the girl from the girl from Dollhouse. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, it's just it's just barely and nobody else. The guy, the no, it's got the guy, it's got the guy from uh, Buffy in it, and Runaways does the dark uh, the kind of dark skinned guy on Gifted was in. Uh, was in a season arc of of Rain. Oh, okay. Which is which is just awful. Rain is fully one hundred percent in the guilty pleasure category. My sister and I, who uh, um, the one who's staying with us now, we started it one night when like we were waiting for my mom and my youngest sister to get home from uh, a play. Yeah. And we're like, "What is this? This this looks like a you know some kind of period." costume drama my my parents love all of that bbc costume drama jane austen charles dickens kind of stuff and uh and we're like let's check this out and it's just awful like i i know enough from doing civil war reenacting like i know enough about costume uh like clothing styles and designs from from different eras not that you know the 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 era that rain is set in is uh mary queen of scots which is like 1500s which is right. much earlier than i'm familiar with but i can still look at it and go yeah that's just a roughly prom dress from the 80s that's not even remotely accurate to the time period and it's it's very campy it's not um i i think maybe some of it is trying to be historically accurate but for the most part, the costuming is not. They can't possibly be trying. Cause I think I think I spoke about this with uh, Trotsky's wife Betsy, and she she was watching it, and I, I liked the whole Mary Queen of Scots thing. But then she was like, "Oh no, 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 <laughs> no." It's it's not that at all. It's it's Twilight level. And uh, for my sister and I, we were like, we were like, let's watch this together. And when you, cause she's, she's staying with us now for a few months before she does this, this hiking thing. But, um, she lives out in Idaho permanently okay. for now. And for now, you, you know, she was, she was here staying, staying at mom and dad's for a couple months. And we're like, let's watch this while you're here. And then when you leave, we'll just wait. Like it's nowhere near good enough that either of us want to watch it alone. <laughs> you gotta watch it. We're like, yeah. we're like, I'll have no problem whatsoever leaving this, right. you know, for for a year and a half, and then when you come right. and stay again, we'll we'll watch some more of it. And uh, 
and that yeah. it's 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 perfectly suited for uh i i i have i have runaway runaways is that way with my daughter she she right. turned it on one day and that's like i don't watch it unless she wants to watch it and it's totally fine that we watch it mm-hmm. but yeah that's it um i'll tell you another show that we watch though um that we're both into a lot it's so funny it's called the good place i'm not sure if we've talked about this or not oh with um with Kristen bell yeah right that yeah that that that's that that's right. one um our buddy chance recommended to me He's also the one who recommended iZombie. He is a oh. he is a huge Kristen Bell fan, and I, and you know right. I think she's pretty great. So um, yeah, cool. yeah, that show is kind of amazing. Uh, the uh, her husband was on the the most recent one. They're they're pretty cool. They seem they seem oh. like pretty cool people in real life. Uh, Dex Shepard. Yeah, right. You know, I don't think I even noticed that. Oh, you didn't? And I uh, and I just for anybody else? I just He's a in, month he, or so ago started following her on Instagram, so I see pictures of them and that didn't even register with me. He was one of the the demons. Yes, the, he was one the, of the demons the at the party. Demons. Yeah, that that came up and was like, Oh Tyler, I know you. That was him. <laughs> right. Yeah, the uh um I watched it. I, I really have no idea how I got wind of it, but I watched it and then the first season on Netflix. And I was like, what is this about? And I just watched it all in like two days, you know, binged the whole thing. I'm like, this is amazing. It's not a lot. And then, um, I was telling my daughter about it. I was like, this show is funny. It's about this, you know? And so she sat down and put on her Netflix. And then before I knew it was bedtime and she'd watched like four episodes cause they're only half hour long. And then the next day she watched the rest of them. I was like, "Jeez, that's crazy. <laughs> She's like, I love this show. So we, we watch it and, uh, um, last night or that we watch it usually during dinner. We'll, we'll eat our dinner time and watch that or runaways, but I, I love it. Um, Ted Danson is, um, Oh God, I, I got to spoil it. I mean, if you haven't, I'll tell you right now, I want to spoil this. I'm, we're going to spoil the show when I talk about it. And I say that a lot and you, sometimes you can go and just, you know, Oh, it's a big deal. I'll listen to spoilers. If you have not watched this show, fast forward past this. Part yeah. Of the, se- the, season the, the one, season one, huge well, does it it's not the whole season or is it oh yeah i, I don't even know just just skip it's just go ahead the, and skip here it, it takes a long time before the re- big reveal it's either half the season or the whole season are we in season two now we're in season two okay then um, yeah it was like the whole season and you get to the end and it's oh you, you see you're even ruining it right now i even think of that but it's yeah don't just skip so we're gonna say it but that that was one of the coolest things ever right yeah that yeah that they're in the bad place. Mm-hmm. So, um, my my favorite like you've been in the, you've been in the to, you've been in the bad place the whole time, right? Let's just take a little bit here and talk about the awesomeness of this show. Um, I think Janet is the coolest ever. <laughs> I Janet is the best. Uh, bad Janet comes in a close second, but um, I didn't think you could get better than Janet until she created her boyfriend. And I just saved oh, those yeah. episodes to watch Rafi it, from uh, from oh, the league. God. Is it Derek? Is it, is it yeah, Derek? Derek. Did Did you see the league? <laughs> I did not see the league. It's a little. It's kind of in the same genre with um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Though okay. I watched all of the league and I couldn't get into Always Sunny. It was trying too hard to me. Which they're not that different, but I kind of want to say the characters in the league are less reprehensible, but they're really not. They're just terrible people. But anyway. Yeah, that guy um, who plays Derek is a is a guest character on the league. Well, he does 
or his little guest spot on here, I wanted him to become a regular. Like he was just every, everything that came out of his mouth was, and then you'd see him in, in the tree, <laughs> doing it in a tree. Oh my god, so great. The uh, um, what else was there? Um, of course, Michael uh, Ted Danson was great the whole time. Um, uh, oh, I, I actually really like how um, Jason is a big fan of Blake Bortles. And uh, oh, he, is that the, a is that a football, a football player? player? It is, and and Blake Bortles was is just in the like he's the, he. Okay, so they make fun of season one of the Jacksonville Jaguars and how terrible they are. And if you're in right. and Blake Bortles because Jason's just terrible. He's just terrible. Right. And and he's super dumb. So for him to like, oh my god, Jacksonville is the best and Blake Bortles is the best. It's like, no, they're terrible. Yet this year, they went to the playoff, the AMC <laughs> championship games, and they're really really good. So they just lost yesterday, but right, it's, right. it's a riot that that they're all making fun of Blake Bortles and it obviously when they're filming this, they didn't know what was going to happen. But um you know, he's talked about how good Blake Bortles is and they're like, "No, you can't be Blake Bortles, but he's the bomb." <laughs> yeah just he like actually is <laughs> ridiculously and the um the girl who's molotov cocktail the oh, girl who plays tahani is uh is somebody from something too like i've never seen her before. i i had never seen her before but i think she's like on a youtube show or or something i don't know <laughs> yeah when he says uh he says how does he say he's like um he's like no i'm serious about the molotov cocktail thing <laughs> Every time I've had a problem and I tried to fit and I used a Molotov cocktail, I had a different problem. I had a different problem. How good is that? Oh, oh my god, it's, it's so good! It's, it's so good. I, I like. I one of the things I like how, is how um, throughout season one, it's like um, uh, Eleanor becomes more and more attracted to 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 honey as she goes along. All right, and 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 everything and everything that comes out of her mouth is like. You great big giant beautiful giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just... And the the um the no swearing thing is is written masterfully. Oh god, I, I say shirt all the time, like constantly. It's like ah, shirt. It's like what? It's like what they tried to do with Battlestar Galactica. Except right. I can't imagine it ever becoming so popular that it's insufferable the way that people saying frack got insufferable. Oh God. Uh, I, I like oh, my favorite, my favorite shirt. line. That, forking shirt. I, I say fork as well all the time. I just, it's great. Cause I can say it at work. I can say fork. <laughs> um, but the, uh, the best line that mentions that is when she says, um, God, he's such an asshole. Ugh. You know I'm saying asshole and not asshole, right? <laughs> uh, and then, and then this last episode, she gets to curse, and she's right, like, right. "That what a bitch!" God, I love cursing. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, that yeah. show is that, is, that show is, is great. Right. the 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 joke that got me in this most recent episode that I had to pause. I was laughing so hard is when um, uh. Michael meets with Sean, the boss, and he's like, "Oh, hey, is that a new axe?" He's got the <laughs> axe body spray. He's like, "Yeah, it's a it's a it's a new scent, uh, Transformers. It make makes you smell the way the Transformers movies make you feel." And I I had to pause it. I was laughing. <laughs> no, it's so great. And then oh, and then they God. even they even call back to it later when he shows up at the at the party and uh, and Kristen Bell is like. <laughs> 
Whoa, what? Why do you smell loud and confusing? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, uh, the, the, there's uh, there's scenes in the season one where another one of my favorite Janet scenes is the uh, well Janet getting married to Jason is mm-hmm, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, or how he has like um, what's a uh, um, that what's that pop star singer all the time that he's he, picture on his wall. It's so great, um, Christina. Uh, no, it's not Christina or whatever. And he's always like, oh, baby, I'm going to marry you. Um, but when Janet is like, they're going to kill Janet and they got to push the button. Oh, and right. She's like, you can totally reset me. It's no big deal. I should be totally fine. But I have to plead for my life. <laughs> and then she starts like, no, no, I have children. It's terrible. <laughs> so great. The only one that I, I still can't, I still can't get into is um, Cheaty. I mean, I, I want to like Cheaty. I think I liked him a lot in season one, but season two, he's just not, he's just not gelling with me in season mm. two. I can't, he, he's just definitely more annoying than anything, which he's supposed to be annoying, but yeah. not in a good way. I mean, it's, yeah, oh, it's a little, it's tiresome in a way that the, like all of the characters are caricatures. Sure. But, they all are. but his is like the least funny. It's like, I mean, his, Oh, his, he's indecisive and he's, he spends so much time, uh, um, you know, obsessing about morals and philosophy that he can't ever make a decision. And like, it's just not right. funny the way that like uh, Tahani being beautiful and stuck up and insecure or Jason being an idiot or Eleanor <laughs> being like terrible, person. mostly a terrible person uh, is funny. Yeah. The thing is with Chidi is that he is insufferable and infuriating. That's his, that's his bad quality, which is not fun or funny. Right. So when right. he's on the screen, he's insufferable and infuriating. Now in season one, he was the good guy. He played. He got to play the good guy. Right. I mean, they were all kind of good guys, but right off the bat, you know, Tahani's not good. Right. Like when she, when when she walks up and goes boop to her nose and starts bragging about her Buddhist, lo- you know, spiritual love person, you're immediately like <laughs> Tahani is not a good person. And Jason, you know, as soon as he talks, his first words are, you know just hilarious but um right because he because he's supposed to have taken a vow of silence and you're like something about this doesn't seem right and then he starts talking and it's hilarious it's great so but chidi but chidi plays through season one gets to play the straight man and the um the 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 good guy you know being their moral center so that's cool but then they make chi chi uh uh, chidi actually like insufferable that's his thing is he's insufferable so they've the writers and the actor i think have just all of a sudden sunk their teeth in that he's insufferable right i can't stand it i can't stand that Um, i hope it gets better but and and i I have had hope for the or have hope for the the love interest part but uh, i don't know if there's i don't know if there's like on on screen chemistry there or not yet yeah Um, it's it's hard to say. It's not. It's not funny the way that her awkward hitting on on Tahani is funny. Um, You're right. Right. Have Have you heard of or seen a show called uh, The Good Doctor? Uh, I saw the commercials for it. Okay. He's um the kid was somebody in something, Maze Runner or something. Yeah, my, I've seen my, him. He's also my little sister, the Last Martian. My little sister knew who he was. Um, yeah, I've seen him in a couple things. But that's that's a show. It's based on a Korean show, and it's executive produced by Daniel Day Kim, who was uh, on Lost. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. Yeah. Um, but 
the a- I loved him on Lost. The actor who plays uh, Jason was a guest on that show. He was a um, he was an esports uh, pro. Yeah. Right. And it was just funny because I was like, oh, it's uh, it's Jason. None of the rest of my family <laughs> have seen Good Place. So I'm like, oh, yeah, right. you don't. So, so so none of your family has seen Good Place. You should watch that. That's, I think that's a pretty solid family. Some, some of them have. I think Andrew's seen it and uh, and I've recommended it to a couple others. It's a you know, it's it's one of those like like I've seen all of Game of Thrones, but most of my family, I won't recommend to oh, watch right, Game sure. of Thrones like. Well, I, I was, I was, I'll say I was nervous about season two because I thought that season one was so masterfully done. And mm-hmm. as we've said earlier on in this show is that you can't go back to the well again. Right. And it really felt like they were going to do that. Um, and they kind of did in the very first episode of season two. Um, but it, it's really, it, I don't know. I just love spending time with these characters mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. And it's, it's really, really great. And then Michael's change has been really great as well like Ted Danson's character. Yeah, um, it's a it's a funny like like the writing is so good, it helps me get past the like the fact that you're dealing with the afterlife in a comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's like right. really it seems it seems like it was a really risky pitch to try oh, it, to try and get I, made like if you're a studio exec you're like what? No. No, <laughs> this makes no we're sense. not going to spend money on this. Yeah, well, I'm glad they did. the the uh, the The Michael thing, I actually like because I want. <laughs> I think that the writers are really doing a, a masterful job in writing him because I have a feeling he's still going to be bad. I still feel that they're going to be in the bad place and that this is all another torture. <laughs> um, I really, really do. And I think that the end of this whole next season is going to be like he's doing it again and just what he is. Right, and, right. And, and which would be great because I desperately want him to be the character that he's playing this season, you know? Yeah. And, it's, and, and Ted Danson just plays it so incredibly well with every emote on his face, every way he, he moves and he's excited and sad and happy and frustrated. Uh, yeah, Ted Danson is just gotten better with what, age. That what what so does he good. say about emotions? It was a couple. It was a week or two ago. <laughs> He's like, "You you humans have so many emotions. You only need two. <laughs> two. Um, like anger and confusion. I think so. Anger and confusion. <laughs> confusion. Because she's like, when she gets pissed off at him, she's like, I'm just so angry and confused. Damn it, he's right." <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, she's angry and confused the whole time yeah i mean because because they do there's if you if you think about it it's going to kind of ruin it for you now because i think that if you i've been seeing every episode as if like what if he's really bad and like there's so much that in every episode that they're getting tortured with they right. they really they really are like they, he gives it he puts a balloon to the good place right in front of them and then <laughs> all of them make it but one right always and then, always all of them but one yeah yeah and right. you're like it's just, is it is it the same as the because it's it's sort of masterful and ingenious the finale yeah. when they're like oh yeah this is it's been the bad place the whole time and instead of us just poking you with with um, pitchforks we're gonna tell you it's th- and let you torture each other and you're <laughs> so like great. oh my gosh that's so evil 
<laughs> so evil. And well, the thing is, is that I, again, I'm going to praise Ted Danson when it's revealed and he, the cat's out of the bag. I've seen, I've watched the good place season one twice now. Okay. And that look on his face is priceless. Like he's like stunned. Like, what are you talking about? And then it just turns into this gleeful, <laughs> evil grin. Like, Oh, I got you. You're so great. You know, how did you figure it out? Yeah. Oh man. The, uh, so yeah, it's uh the comedy is is the best on TV. I think um I can't even think of another show that I would watch uh, more funnier. And maybe it's because it's only half an hour. I mean, maybe that's what makes it so. Oh funny. yeah, I mean, I can't I can't even think of a comedy I've seen that's not short form. Like, yeah, I mean they they just need to be, right? But yeah, everything yeah, all of the all the comedies that I was watching are are done or off right now like new girl right or um right yeah that's a half an hour show too isn't it yeah oh man i'm trying to think if there's another one obviously i've been watching seinfeld again lately so that's all half hour but you're right i think all good ones are half hour shows so have you seen um comedians in cars getting coffee i have watched a few episodes of that i watched um when he had was it miranda on there Miranda, what's it? Is that right? No, um, it's with um. Oh, what was it? Uh, Sein- Jerry Seinfeld, of course. And um, yeah, Miranda, the girl that's like the YouTube star that puts lipstick, and she's really super annoying. Oh no, I, I didn't see that one. The best one I've seen is um with Alec Baldwin. Oh, I've not seen that one because they're both about the same age, and most of what Alec Baldwin says is like sort of passive aggressively judging Jerry for being more successful than him. And it's, and it's oh, hilarious. Yeah. Oh God. I kind of want to watch it now. I, I don't know. I, I have, I have mixed feelings about Jerry Seinfeld. Um, I, I think I love his, his stand up. I love his show. I love his comedy, but I don't know if I like him. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, so he's a comedian. Normal, normal so person. it's like, Right. It's it's that kind of thing. Like I watched um the special he did with uh with Chris Rock, Louis C.K. and Ricky Gervais. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't see that. And it's it's funny because they like they sort of split the table between um Louis C.K. and Chris Rock, who both will be very foul. You know, they'll they'll swear and use the n-word and all that kind of stuff and ricky gervais tries to like put them on one side and him and jerry on the other side because he also doesn't um doesn't say those words on stage Uh, yeah and you're, you're like if you're watching it and you're paying attention you're like ricky gervais is not he's the only person at this table who's not a stand-up comedian like yeah. he created the office in the UK that became the office here that became huge because of um Steve Carell and mm-hmm. um uh Michael Schur and all the writers um that made the office here a huge success and it was basically a mm-hmm. flop originally and then decided yeah. that because most 
TV comedy stars get their start in stand-up that he should try his hand at stand-up and his stand-up isn't very good. Mm-hmm. Um but you get this clear sense and maybe it's just me whatever in my in my personality but it's like it's like there's Seinfeld and then there's everybody else. I mean, yeah. there were no there were no greats up there like um like Bill Cosby or uh um Rodney Dangerfield or or um who's the guy who Richard Pryor Richard Pryor um Eddie Murphy uh Rickle, Rickles Ed Rickles. Rick Moranis No um the guy who would blow the Legend paper Rickles. and whatever yeah. Um Legend Legends Don, Don Rickles Rickles Oh yeah you're, that, I know who you're talking about yeah, yeah. anyway uh, yeah. You know, it's it's stuff before my time. But, like, Chris Rock and Louis C.K. are both very funny. Yes. But, I mean, they even do, um, at a point in this conversation where, like, Jerry retells one of Louis C.K.'s jokes as it's something that, like, <laughs> like he thought it was funny. Yes. And so he's retell- He's like, yeah, you do this, you do this story where you, you think and you're going on a family vacation and you you open the door for your wife and you close the door and you walk around the, like that little time when you're walking around the car. It's funny. And Louis CK is like, he's like, wow, that's you, you. It was my joke, but it sounds better with you telling it <laughs> than, than I ever told it. And, uh, and, and I want to watch this. And just like the way that they describe, like, you know, one of them describes like what, what comedy is like what the essence of comedy is and the way that Seinfeld thinks of comedy is different than everybody else's. They're like, Oh, that's not, that's not really what I think. I think comedy is comedy is, is like this. And it's, you know, it's whatever. Like it sounds like I'm saying Jerry Seinfeld is like the master of all comedy. And that's kind of what (laughs) I'm saying. I don't have anything to back that up. (laughs) Um, but, don't don't let your opinions show there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that that show, um, comedians and cars getting coffee, is is very funny. It's on Netflix Wait, now. Was what was that? Is that on Netflix? The the is it called Talking Funny? Is that what it's, it's called? It's called Talking Funny. I probably saw it on YouTube or something years ago. Okay. Um, I'll I'll if I can find it, I'll dig it up and and put it on the show notes. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I mean. So rounding up that our, our talk about that with the the good place, I, I highly recommend. That's the one. That's one show. If I recommend any show that's on TV right now, or even on Netflix or stuff, I'd say you must watch the Good Place. Every episode is solid. There's not a lull, and season two is just as good as season one. So go watch it, everybody, for sure. Um, hey, we didn't talk much about games this time. Have you been playing any, any like? console games Um, uh, pc games ios games no new board games um i played a little more eso since we talked about that um re-rolled uh uh sorcerer i think it's sorcerer magic magic user and combination of that and and knowing all of the early quests because i looked at a bunch of the different races and tried different stuff um no i thought if i if I rolled a Khajiit, then then I could have coin. If you have wares, <laughs> um, right? In that meme, are you finding it? Are you finding it easier or harder? I mean, 
I I knew I already knew all the stuff that I had to do, so that was easier. Um, but I, you know, once I gave up on being stealth and just settled for throwing lightning and fire at uh, at stuff, it it went faster. Um, yeah. Got a little bit into some of the crafting. Um, I'll you know we've still not been able to play it yet. Sta- I know we tried standard to, we tried standard to MMO stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah, you got on. Um, at, at times when I'm not on, it's it's a little so tricky. I'm not I'm not always right at the right at the TV or have access to the room with the TV where I have the sure, PS4. Yeah. Mine, set mine's, up. mine's random, so it's got to be one of those things. But we'll 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 make it work. Well, it's a fun game. We've talked about it a little bit here. And um, it's I think MMOs are are good when you play with some people. They're so much better when they are. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I've gotten on Star Trek a couple times to pick up the. They're doing their eighth anniversary, so they're giving away a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, I haven't really played I have that yet much. To play that again. I've I've got it loaded, but not played it. I rerolled. I rolled another uh, a Klingon character to get to try and spread out the. That which I'm not gonna do. Like I'm not gonna play the game enough for it to matter that I have alts doing all of the passive farming. But that's the kind <laughs> of stuff I am compelled to do in MMOs, which is probably why I burn myself out on them. Um, well, that's that. That's exactly what my problem with with. Oh, okay. Hey, wait. Can I take a second and talk about something? Hmm. Uh, I've I've been playing on off and on trying to play The Witcher Three. And okay, that's single player, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So that you were, this segues in the fact that you said that like when you get on MMOs, there's so much to do and you're always trying to do all these things and try to get them all done to be most efficient. Um, and it's overwhelming and it's, it actually leads to frustration. Um, that's what I've been having with Witcher 3. It's a great game. It's got a great story. It's beautiful graphics. It's, I mean, it's a really pretty game. Um, and like I said, I like the story, but man, I'm, I'm tired of inventory management and crafting and everything I feel like I have to pick everything up. And that's a really getting old for me. I don't know if I'm just getting old mm-hmm. and I get tired of those things. But when you, when all of a sudden you, you you realize that you're not playing the game anymore, all you're doing is playing another subsystem and another subsystem. And then, you know. What, what like, if that is the game? What do you mean? <laughs> well, I'm making it. Oh, yeah. I'm like, making a joke. But that's that's how I played Black Desert Online. Like, I spent so little time actually, like. You know, as I would say in Guild Chat, I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't actually do very much murdering in this game. Like, I do, I do this kind of fishing and this kind of farming and this kind of crafting, and then I process those potatoes right. into beer so that I can get, have my servants gather more potatoes and more cloth so that I can make uh, costumes so that I can sell those. And I, I didn't actually quote unquote play, but then it's like. Like it's it's a Korean MMO, and so they built it with slightly different focuses than than Western game would have. But it's like, what if what if that's all you do? Like there is a whole system of training, raising, and breeding horses, and people would do that and make money on it. It's like it's not that different from people who, um do auction house gaming yeah. on in wow yeah. like they most of them still do like arenas or raids or some part of the actual game but if you talk to a lot of them like there's a whole subreddit for people who play the auction house 
uh, in WoW as their game, and right? and they're like, yeah, if if the if they changed this and this about the auction house, I would probably quit playing because that's the big right. that's the hook that keeps that keeps them doing all the other stuff that they. Well, I, and there are some games I know that like um, Star Wars Galaxies made concerted efforts to make like crafters actual like a class. Right. That's what you did. I, but, but I guess I'm not talking about that in the context of an MMO because I actually expect an MMO to have many varied systems. I talk about like in a single Yeah, in a game. single player, it's definitely different. And uh, sorry, go ahead with your. No, no, I'd say uh, inventory management is one of my my banes of of my existence i hate in games uh, diablo is like notorious for it um i i hate getting on a game where i have to spend just as much time managing my inventory and selling and crafting than i actually have to you know playing the story in the game not that i want to just play a straight game and not have some things that's cool and it's fun but when it becomes tedious and that you're just doing it as a time sink it's really annoying so I guess the the long short of this is what I'm trying to say here is that when I'm playing Witcher 3, it doesn't give you a lot of uh, tutorials. There's not a lot of telling you how, th- what things are for. Now, all of the items say um, this could or couldn't be valuable. Mm. And it could be like and it, the fork that you pick off the ground says this is junk, but it could be turned into a crafting material. And you're like, uh, should I keep the fork? <laughs> I mean, it, it, that's and, and I'm not kidding. That's the feeling I have on everything in that game. And there's there's nothing to tell you that no the fork's useless throw it away right it, or or yes it is a value you want to keep the fork until the end of the game because forks make an awesome sword, um and I was talking to a friend of mine that plays it, I was I was complaining about it is what I was doing like I'm doing sure here. sure and 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 she was like oh it's just not going to hand handhold you it's difficult and that's what makes it fun <laughs> and I was like I don't like that idea of a game were, were you I, I talking to that, our friends on. No, no, no. It's another friend. Yeah. But right. yeah, Zong does have that kind of a mentality sometimes. It's like, you know, uh, if it's you go through so much pain and effort and, and trial and tribulations that when you're finally done, you feel satisfied that you've conquered the the, the horrible beast. Yeah, there's a but, there's a difference between a game not holding your hand and being difficult. Like you could say that the crafting in Minecraft is difficult. Like they built this whole system around like. Yeah, it's not going to tell you what to do. You have to ask somebody or look it up or whatever, and it's fine. Like, that's how you use a smartphone or whatever. Like, you just trial and error it or you whatever. That's different from a game being difficult, I feel like. Because, like, whether or not a fork is valuable, like, you just Google it. And if you're at a console, like, you don't want to have your phone out and be Googling every yes. damn thing that you loot. Yeah, and I get six in, in that game there's 6 billion things that you can pick up everything and you're like I just don't know if I should be selling this or not. And then there and that's just one part of the system. There's several other systems. There's alchemy and there's com- different components for things and there's crafting with swords and armory and you're like oh my god, you know. I mean, I think I've th- said this, this on the just- show before, but that ultimately was what made me quit playing skyrim now i yeah. i appreciate that in um in eso i assume that there is not an exploit of like let me make let me make the gloves that give me the most crafting skill or the most in, uh, alchemy skill 
and then wear those while I make a potion that gives me a higher crafting skill so that I can make those gloves again and make that potion again and make those like to like get everything like above a hundred percent. I yeah. I assume that in an MMO they've not uh they've not left in that kind of exploit. Um right. but at the same time, um the the inventory and the and the selling merchant aspects of it seem much more flat like items that you loot or whatever they're all just like one it takes up one um inventory space and you have 60 it's not like like fallout or or skyrim where this is 10 pounds and it's worth one dollar so you probably drop these toasters and keep these uh meds or whatever um, yeah. you know, figure out what has the most value per weight and, and mess with that whole thing that you can do in a single player game, but in a multi in a in an MMO would be really, really tiresome. I mean it's tiresome yeah, in a single I, player game. I, I guess I mean I understand that some people enjoy that and, and they like that kind of a thing. Um I'm not saying that my opinion is great. I'm just trying to you know, trying to say that I think I want to get on a lot of times and I want to play a game. I want to be able to get and and make progress and feel that I, I've all, I've gotten offline and I've done something successful. Um, I mean, in that, in that those- setting, I mean, it all goes back to whichever Zelda game started doing that. Like you feel like you want, you always want to be looting stuff. You always want to be picking stuff up. I mean, I remember yeah. when, um, when I was playing Pathfinder D and D and, uh, and we killed the dragon and I was like, "What did the, what what did it drop? Like, do do, do <laughs> we like? Well, it's it's got some hide and some some claws. If you want to like pull those out and take them with you, and I'm like, oh man, I really needed my right. tier two helm. <laughs> <laughs> one of the other guys, right. one of the other guys playing goes, "Did you just say you needed your tier two helm?" god damn it (laughs) which which is hilarious to me like you know i was joking but at at the same time i'm like we killed a dragon and it doesn't it doesn't have any loot like that's not how this works (laughs) how any of this that's not how any of this works um (laughs) and that's a little bit what's strange or non-thematic whatever about star trek online like you don't you don't loot as much stuff right like you loot shield batteries that like recharge your personal shields which is already dumb like nobody in a star trek show ever had personal shields but (laughs) like they've got to put some of these rpg mechanics in the game otherwise what are you doing like technically in star trek anybody at any time had free access to whatever you know they had replicators maybe they couldn't make weapons because they didn't have security clearance but um can i ask why in star trek they didn't like phasers always shot from point a to point b instead of like why don't you just hold the button down and like wave it around what do you what do you mean like like i always thought oh. like when phasers they're like choom and it shoots from like here to here and it's pew you know and like pew pew instead of like holding you, it down and then, you mean like, they should they should be able to move it like a lightsaber kind of but like 
like a, a, I like think a laser. The, it's a laser. It's. I think the the explanation is that it's not a laser, but a like a column of charged particles. Okay. So it's it it is still aimed and fired like we see it sort of in the animation effect, but it's not it's not connected like that they could move the 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 handheld part of it and move the whole beam. That's what I was thinking. Is like they or or that like if they move it to the right, then if, it would like if anything, they should be it. able to do like like a sweeping shot. That's what I was right? talking Where about. Like, like, a, yeah. like they move it and it goes at like a diagonal. Right. That's what I was more talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, why, why don't they move it around? And like, I'm going to hold it and shoot it and like squiggle it back and forth until I finally hit the guy. Because <laughs> they just the reason made me think about that is they didn't have personal shields. I was like, yeah, but you got lasers. Why is it that nobody's dead in one shot all the time? Like, it's just super easy. Well, they, they are. That's why they miss so much. Yeah, clearly. Anyway. Hey, uh, and so uh, moving a, off to a different kind of a game is that uh, while Witcher and the MMOs are a little bit more difficult, I started playing, uh, I don't know if you play iOS games much anymore. I know we used, we, had, we go back and forth. A little bit. I, I thought you were going to go into Star Trek Adventures after that. Uh, oh, no. We'll, but, we'll do that one maybe next. Um the I started playing um the we had, we talked about this earlier the Stranger Things iOS game. Mm-hmm. Did you play that? Yeah, I played it a little bit uh, around the holidays. Did you finish it? No, no. Well, what made you stop? I don't know. You know, I I I, I unlocked my phone and decided to just pass the time looking at stuff on Reddit and instead <laughs> instead of that. Well, I, I got I got it and I started I started playing it on my iPad and um just as like during morning coffee or something. And and I think it's a great little morning coffee game. It's 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 super simple. Controls are simple, but it's it's got progression. You really feel that everything hmm. you complete a level, you get a new dude with totally different abilities. Right, you know? right. And then I and then all of a sudden you walk around a corner and there's like, oh, there's a little secret area and you pick up like uh, a gnome or something and like that gives you an extra half of a heart hmm. so it, it's very zelda i mean it's yeah it's zelda. definitely got that zelda like oh yeah i can't do this but later when i unlock the boomerang i'll be able to hit the thing or whatever right i did and, and the pub- i did the whole yeah. first part until you pick up lucas and then yep. did like a half to two-thirds of chapter two or whatever when you're sure. you're like running around the neighborhood in the woods and you keep having to hit these stupid owls. That's yeah, when right. I started yeah. dying I, a I, lot. When it actually starts to get a little difficult. Yeah. I uh that's that's actually where I just finished. I got past just that part there. Um the wood area. And and I actually really liked it. I think that they have got like set pieces. Again, it's it's maybe that's why I like it now that I'm saying it is that I liked it's so much like the original Zelda. There's yeah, like it's, areas it's that, that like classic dungeons. like top-down adventure puzzle RPG, but with touch-based controls. It's not like you know. I played a, a handful of um, GBA games uh, in emulators on my phone, and it's okay. But I'm like, uh, even with the controller peripheral, I'm like, do you need a D-pad and stuff? And I'm like, this is. This is harder than it needs to be with this technology. Yeah, the but there the, are surprisingly uh, few iOS games that pull that off. 
Yeah, and Stranger Things was a free one. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. So I I don't know if it's going to be like if it's a long game or a very very short game, but I'm really enjoying it. And I'll tell you what, I would pay for it. And if it was longer, I'd definitely pay like five dollars for it. Right. It's de- definitely um, better than um. Well, better, quote unquote, my opinion, than uh, than Mario Run. I like Mario Run. I didn't mind Mario. Run. I mean, as people, Mario Run gets a lot of hate. Are you are you one of the haters on no, it? No, I mean uh, our buddy Trotsky loved it and was so mad yeah. that people didn't want to spend ten dollars on it. I'm like, I'm sorry, right, oh, right or wrong, ten dollars is abnormally expensive for yes. a game that amounts to Flappy Bird Mario. Yeah, like, I, I, I will say that sorry. I, I did buy it because it was Mario and which makes me embarrassed, actually, and that I feel horrible now that I say that. But um, I spent ten dollars on it, and I don't. Now that you tell me it was ten dollars, I think I probably spent too much money. Five dollars, maybe. I, you know, it, I, I'd um, say five dollars. You know, maybe. Uh, Fire Emblem Heroes grossed more than that game, and Fire Emblem Heroes was kind of terrible. But oh, it was horrible. I, came, I oh. played it much, much more than I played Mario Run. I did too. I did too. You get the you um, get the gotcha boxes, was... and you might get the. Yeah the hot chick that you want out of it and you might not it- i thought mario was fine the problem that the disappointment with mario run wasn't the game itself it was the outside stuff it was like oh you can run coins and get like a bush I'm like what and i got oh. a bush okay i got a bush i saved I, up 100 coins they were really difficult to get I don't, and i got a bush i don't think i got far enough to even care about that like i tried the actual game and was like oh this is a this is a fast reflex twitchy kind of game this is not what i want to do when i'm yeah taking a deuce <laughs> right well yeah it, it was okay and and they could have done a lot better for sure i mean they really could have it, it being nintendo Did you... but I, I will say that it was i'm glad that it was a nintendo game that was on non a non-nintendo system so right right did you um just because it's this show and we got to keep going back to Star Trek. Did you play the Star <laughs> Trek, uh, the most recent Star Trek iOS game? No, I have not. But now that you're saying it, I am picking up my phone and going to look it up. What are you talking about? Um, Star Trek Timelines is the official okay. name. It, what kind of game is it? I'm not entirely sure. Like I played it a little bit. It's been months since I since I opened it up, but um, it does this like uh, like your mission, your quest is a is a um, I don't know what to describe it. It's not quite a tree, but it's like it's like okay, you've got this mission, and this mission has four steps, but steps three and four have two options. It's sort of like. Um, Single player games do this if you're going down a if you're going down a story and you're like you can go to planet A or planet B. If you go to planet A, then you got to do the ones in that line and if you go to B, you get different ones. Okay, but but basically though, is it a a ship shooting game is it like an rpg is it a tap game? It seems like kind of a tap it game? seems like kind of a tap game. Okay, so um, you're like, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember much about that. What about um, 
What about this new Clash game, Hero Academy 2? Oh, right, right. I saw some people, some, a couple of, uh, of our friends playing that game. It, uh, it popped up. I have up. not downloaded it yet. I opened, the, uh, I opened the App Store in the games category, and the App Store was like, this is our favorite new game, blah. I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> it's free. I'll try it. It's probably terrible. Um, yeah. How's it feeling? So uh, the mechanics work like this. You've got a map of square grids, a square, okay. square grid map and each side has some amount of of gems and those are like your your castle or whatever your okay. your thing you got to defend yeah. um and then you you do that with little guys that you put on that board on that grid and then you all is this vertical or side side scroll type thing um it's side to side but you can see the whole map yeah. Okay. Um yeah, so sort of picture like like Clash Royale except sideways and it's turn-based. So there's no like drop these guys and they're going to go. You drop the guy there and he can move or he oh, or okay. he can attack. Like you get two actions, but the the turn you summon them they only get one action. So if you if somebody's close enough to you cuz you're you're limited to where you can summon if somebody's close enough to you, you can drop a guy right next to him and attack right away. And then they're like, okay. some guys are ranged, some attacks chain, some guys, um, I have a guy who's like a, he rides a horse with a lance, and so he has charge, which means that if he moves and then attacks, he gets a plus two on his attacks. What's the monetization scheme on this? I don't know yet. <laughs> it's Well, so so here's the thing. the The units... And the spells that you have available come from your deck, which is oh, it's a deck. right. It's a, it's a deck builder. It's very like um, Hearthstone, okay. Where one of the things that I appreciated about Clash Royale was that your deck was like eight cards or something. Sure. This is just like be very focused. This is just like Hearthstone, where you have a thirty-card deck, and uh, okay. you you have the limits where it's like. Yeah, it's 30 cards, but you start out with like four, which is the base limit for for cards is four. Like you can have four of the same card. All of the, presumably as the cards get better, the limits get smaller. Like you can only have one legendary, two epics, whatever. Um, yeah. And so there's this whole deck and I'm like, I don't really want to, I don't want to manage 30 card decks again. But... I don't know. I've been playing it. It's playing the the is it, like is it fun? tutorial um AI kind of stuff. It's it's not bad. Like it's always the trade-off to me. Like either a game is a twitchy reflexes game like um The Clash Royale wasn't really this way, but it's still in real time, so it's still like you got to react to stuff. It's not as bad as like um, Injustice or uh, what was the Star Wars game that was like Clash Royale? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, man, I don't know if I still got that one, but not the Galaxy of Heroes. I think it's a different one. No, yeah. Um, Galaxy of Heroes was turn-based. Um, right. It was like It was like a cross between Clash Royale and a MOBA. 
I, I kind of like because you, you still got heroes that run around. For, like, was that Force Arena? Force Arena sounds right. It's okay. it's still that real time thing. Um, and so like some games are big on the the twitchy reflexes thing, which I don't like on mobile. Like you get lag, you get your phone, you get a notification or something, and you're screwed. I'm also like my baseline reflexes are not that great even when I was young. Mm -hmm. So I'm not into that kind of game. And then like the turn-based games, I feel like they just like overload them with, with stats. It's like everything has to be as complicated as magic is a game that's been going for 30 years. And I'm like, Oh, why do I have to know all of this stuff? Why do I have to know what all of these powers are and all of these different attributes like it's why does it have to be so complicated like i don't i don't want to learn i don't want to have to be studying the rules and the counters and the trades so that i can have something i'm going to play for five minutes a day uh whatever that's i'm ranting a little bit right hey well the, the real good question is um is it like two minutes or less to play a game I don't I haven't gotten into PvP yet so I don't really know. I I um suspect that the turn-based aspect of it makes it a little more in the Hearthstone game duration mm. which so it's not it's not a uh, which is kind of long like I one? I always said when Hearthstone first came out I was like why isn't this on mobile? And then when they put it on mobile I was like why is this synchronous? Right, like, yeah. why do I have to play at the same? Why can't I just start a game with you or Trotsky or whoever, like we used to do with Carcassonne, and then just wait? Yeah. Like, you take your turn and send it, and then it's like, hey, it's been three days since you took since I took my turn. Are you going to take your turn or what? Like, why do I have to sit yeah. there and wait while the guy like lets the clock run down because he knows he's going to lose? I mean, yeah, usually I'm yeah, I that guy. What, I wonder but... what that decision was. I mean, maybe to have it a fast-paced thing, but I don't understand that. I mean, there's, there's not several as, games it's... that I play with some friends of mine, Ascension being the one of them, that it just takes weeks to play, and that's just how we play it. Yeah, and there's just... not like I'm, I'm generally fine with that. Like I'll start, yeah. I'll start more games, and now I got six games going, and it's fine. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it has the, the the downside of that is that you lose track of what's happening. Mm-hmm. But a game like but a game like Hearthstone, that would not be the case. Mm-hmm. You would see what's in front of you every when it's your turn. The the battlefield is set, and you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like it would lend itself directly to that kind of a thing. Yeah, I I went back to Hearthstone a couple maybe a week or two ago. Just loaded it up to two around. I mean, it's it's it, great. Oh, I think so I think Blizzard is great at everything they do but like it's not all for me i don't think overwatch is ever going to be for me um hearthstone it has the same problem i had with clash royale where a a dual one-on-one game where i'm playing an anonymous stranger i just the the frustration of losing does not make up for the is is not balanced by the positive feeling of winning like winning doesn't make me feel good enough to make up for how frustrated I am every time I lose. Right. Because I can just picture the one guy on the other team. It's not like playing a competitive game on a team 
like I do with with Heroes of the Storm, five versus five. Like we lost, but like you know, one or two of the players on my team played pretty poorly, and I'm like, well, we didn't deserve to win, so that's whatever. Like I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm maybe a little upset, but if you're dueling one on one, like you like I screwed something up, or I yeah. got I got matched with with a guy who has better cards than me and and i can just imagine the satisfaction that the other guy had at beating me and it and it ruins my whole day like mm. yeah that's that's not the right reaction for me to have but i don't <laughs> right. i don't need to invite those emotions into my day by playing that yeah. game like I, I can uninstall the game and then hey everybody's happy well you don't have to worry you know. about it right and there, there isn't a lot, a lot anymore of the games that I can think of right now that that I play with with friends. I mean, our our, our friends play games. Yeah, currently, so strange together. It's strange that for for how many friends we have that have so much overlapping interest. Like we only had a WoW guild that raided for a month or two once. Yeah in the like that game's been out like 12 or 13 years and i've known most of that group of people for seven or eight years yeah it's funny how that works and then like nobody has the nobody has the influence nobody has the charisma score to like get (laughs) everybody to try a new thing like zan said he wanted to he wanted to do Destiny, and I bought Destiny. I paid $60 for that game, <laughs> and, you know, I played it for a weekend, and now when I sit down at my at my PC, I'm like, uh, you know what, I'm, I'm trying this new MMO. I don't want to, I don't, right. I don't want to fire up Destiny. It's boring. Right. Well, the, I think what I, what I would, with our group, especially as we get older, what would, what should fit better is iOS simple games that have pass and play or, or, or that, you know, turn-based mechanic, which you can yeah. do that. And no, we just, I just don't see any good ones a lot no, anymore. Nothing, nothing has even equaled what Carcassonne was. And I think the Carcassonne era was before you started coming around, yeah, right. but like, yeah. I played like Cogswell played would play Ascension. and, and Trotsky and I, and I don't know if you know, Matt Dimmitt, uh, there was a whole like dozen people who played and i remember like staggering home from the bars like i'd quick get on and like take my turn in a bunch of games and i'm like oh i I lost god i did something stupid when i was borderline blackout drunk and you know this is like you never got that way right seven eight (laughs) years ago but i'm I'm exaggerating the time that has to have been can't have been more than like uh it might have been like six or seven years ago. I don't know. <laughs> it might have been. I'm like, oh, it was, it was like three or four years. Ago. No. <laughs> Last week. No, no. Well, well, long ago, long ago. If I hear, as we wrap this up tonight, I hear there may be um, a possibility for a special episode next week. Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll probably be in town and uh, we can do something live. Maybe get, Maybe get Trotsky on again. Or or uh, our um, our resident front porch um, villain might join us. Oh yeah, our our buddy Pete, our buddy Pete. We talk so much about. 
and and Zahn. We have not got Zahn on either. The alleged the, the brothers gaming board gaming strategy gaming savant savant is that what we call him i don't know I, we i we call him that to his face i just no. called him that <laughs> to his yeah, face P- i call P- him hey you damn it <laughs> why do you keep beating me all the time that's who i call him yeah. stop yeah. it i'm tired of like it. you guys let pete win what are you doing let pete win. Why, you, why just don't let him win you do whatever that? you say so maybe we'll get him on, on and, and Zon is Zon is our uh, our uh, agent of chaos in our in our group. Yeah, yeah. Really, really, really like Zon, um, but he is he's got the perspective on the world. Uh, wasn't there a website one thing called uh, What Zon Says? So it's it was the time when um, you remember the Twitter account uh, uh, stuff my dad says shirt shirt my, yeah. shirt my dad says right. Um, Right around that time, I created a Tumblr uh, called uh, Shirt Zon Says because <laughs> because he he says the craziest things. Like yes. e- everything he says, like has a has a tone and an attitude of complete confidence, even if he's just one hundred percent BSing. Like he's <laughs> sure. messing around, he's being sarcastic, but it sounds like you know life lessons from Sam Elliott or something. <laughs> right so well hopefully we'll, we maybe we can get him on, on there too i i almost want to uh split up the the brothers but we, we may have to see if we can't get yeah them ha- having them both on might be a, you and i won't get to talk i don't think it'll be overwhelming there right so yeah <laughs> all right man that's uh that's a lot we had a good show tonight yeah we didn't we didn't even get to uh the the disaster travesty of our first uh star trek adventure session no, that wasn't a disaster. No, it was fun. We, we we have we have another game Wednesday, so maybe we, next week we can I'm, talk about I'm gl- how that went over for I'm you. I'm glad we declared from the beginning that it was going to be two and a half hours and no longer because you guys were hammered. But it <laughs> <laughs> starts going on. Like you're just the night starts getting really fun. You're just giggling at the rules of acquisition, and I'm like, oh, I'm glad we're <laughs> done because you guys are. Pat just kept going. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that next week. That'll that'll be fun. Yeah, we'll we'll have fi- finished that uh, that prologue session by by next time we record, and we can talk about that. A yeah, little bit. you bet. Hey, uh, if anybody wants to come see us, uh, check us out our, our web presence on frontporchpodcast.com. dot com. There you go. Uh, there you can get all the information about Dennis and myself, and send us an email. Um, let us know some suggestions you have, some topics you'd like us to, to, to cover or talk about. Yes, topic um, suggestions, corrections, yeah. Yeah, notes, no, corrections, notes for us to read on the show. We'll, we'll do any of I that think stuff. That's something I love is being told how bad I am. That's always my favorite. Uh, One of my hobbies. All right, so uh, from the front porch, this is Michael. And Dennis. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you.